Um, what are we going to talk about next time? We should do, um, what did, what did I eat? What did you eat? What did I eat yesterday? Have we never done that one? Wait, I nope. thought we, I thought maybe we, I thought we had done that, but maybe not. I did too, but I can't remember having ever read it, which would preclude it then. Uh, search results for what did you eat yesterday? We have not done that yet, but we can. Huh. We can do Is that. Is that one still ongoing? That. Yes, I, think, I believe so, yeah. Well, we could do that then. And then I know I posted a, the one shots I have in the yeah. Manga Years channel. Yeah, 21 volumes ongoing. Jesus Christ. Wow. They've been eating so much every single day. Yeah. It's like you need to to live. <laughs> Welcome back to Mugging Ears. My name is Corey. Helen and April are with me once again. Hi, everybody. Hello. Um, band's back together yet again. Uh, there's got several scheduling mishaps or life issues. We're back. We're going to talk about I, manga. My prophecy did not come to pass. Corey was not out this time, which I thought would happen after. <laughs> April and I have both been taking turns being out. Um, so I think we're going to quickly go through. Um, April, did you have a chance to read... Lilio or Oshinoko, and do you have any hot takes? No, and I thought about that like 30 <laughs> minutes ago. I'm like, he's going to ask me again. <laughs> I, I did no, listen I to your not. last episode to hear um, like, a little bit of April's just like, oh my god, for Oshinoko. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's basically the general reaction to the whole thing. Yeah. No, I haven't, but I will make it a point to come back with some thoughts the next time that we... All right. Helen, what about you? Can you read until I met my husband here? She loves to cook. She loves to eat. No, but although I will say that in one of the forums I'm in, someone posted like, okay, I'm going to go try out Oshinoko. And then there was another post like 90 minutes later saying, I'm a changed person. <laughs> True, I was Oshino like, ah, oh, yes, that, that's yeah. the mood. Yep. All right. But here, uh, here among years, it is July 12th. Um, I usually release the episode same day now, but we'll, we'll see. But anyway, um, it's still Pride Month here. It's Pride Month every month because... No, no, no. Th- th- this, is, um, this is Gay Wrath Month and then August is Gay Sloth Month. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. Don't ask me about the other uh, ones. I haven't figured those out yet. Yeah, apologies. The, the gay for agenda that. needs to have a me- another annual meeting to determine these. Yeah, apologies for the confusion there. But uh, gay wrath month, you said. Yep, gay wrath okay. month. Um, uh, we we gonna stop being being queer in in June. That's what we're getting at. Uh, so we're gonna talk about two uh LGBTQ plus manga. That is one first after hours, and then after that we're gonna talk about goodbye my rose garden. Um, so After Hours here is a three-volume manga from Yuta Nishino, Nishi, Nishio, uh, published by Viz. It is in the Viz app, if you have that. Not the Jump app, but the Viz app, um, which is where I read it. Very easy to read. Uh, I, I read it very quickly, too, so it's like a, a breezy read as well. But this is about uh, two girls, Emmy, who is uh, kind of in a listless relationship with a guy... And uh, she's meeting up with her friend at this club who uh, ditches her uh, immediately. Like, Emmy is not at the club yet, and the, the woman cannot, is nowhere to be found. So she meets Kay there, who is a DJ, um, and they just kind of kick it off. And they go back to Kay's apartment, which is a little bit weird. I'm going to say that's a little bit weird. And then they, then they have sex. Um, 
wait, I thought this is how all hookups worked. This is what everyone's <laughs> told me how they work. <laughs> Please enlighten me, oh, non-sexual, non-asexual people. Yeah. No, I guess, I guess you're right. Good thing about it that way. But, um, you know, it's, it feels a little weird when it's just like, let's go to another place, get some drinks or something. And it turns out to be their apartment. And it's like, okay, you're going to kill someone here, right? <laughs> um, but it was... This is a, uh, I think, a really cute manga. It's just between Emmy and Kay working out their relationship. Emmy's trying to figure out what she wants to do in life. She gets really into the DJing with the After Hours group, which is Kay's larger friend group of DJs and uh, clubbing people. They they do like DJing and stuff. It's like this whole DJing subculture that they went a little big into. It's like you can use records or you can use a computer with mp3s or you can use a flash drive which is i guess essentially the same thing as the computer but slightly different somehow i don't know um and all through that you get kind of the uh, underlying tension of uh k never really really reveals anything about herself just about her job and how much she loves music and stuff and then emmy uh has a boyfriend and she doesn't say this for I think until mid-second volume, or early third volume, um, since the Vizab, you reading chapters, so I'm kind of guessing of where it is, and also I don't remember exactly where it was, but um, I thought this was a good manga. I liked this a lot. I think the ending could be a lot stronger than it was, um, and that knocked it down a little bit for me, but overall, I enjoyed this, and I think I would recommend it for you, you think. Yeah, it's been a little while since I read it. Um, we've got reviews up on the OASG, which was from approximately when I did read it. But I remember also enjoying it a lot. I liked how the characters were adults, and they also didn't fit really firmly to like the butch and femme categories. They felt, you know, less like stereotypes. Not that that yeah. is an untrue stereotype for some folks. But yeah, I really like get haircuts in Michigan. <laughs> um, but I did. I, I like their relationship a lot. Um, the DJing stuff was pretty fun. Uh, I don't think it's a good idea to, like, be seeing two people at once without everyone's consent involved, you know? But I understand that love apparently makes some people dumb, like, you guys are having to explain all this to me every time. But yeah, I really liked this one. I don't have it physically yet, but it's definitely on my to-buy list. Yeah. Uh, so Helen, like, if you're in the middle of a cosplay and you're like, I really love this other character, I should do a cosplay of that, what do you do? I I tell myself, no, this is how your apartment gets too damn full of unfinished projects. Okay, but what if you just do it anyway? Uh, then then I feel deeply ashamed that I've um, given into that urge, and I and I spiral, and I become unable to work on anything. Now you've gotten the uh, relationship simulation. <laughs> <laughs> See, this sounds like the good answer is just don't do it. <laughs> yep, yep, that is correct. April, what about you? Did you like it? I did. So, um, I had the. F- volume the first one i've had that volume for years i got it a long time ago but it's like i think i read like half of it this is years and years ago and then never read the rest so i took the chance to read the rest on the viz app i think that it tells a cute concise story like i don't know that i have a bunch of criticisms of it like i i think i'm with you Corey. that the ending could have been a little bit better and i don't know how much we want to talk about it but there's like sort of the the relationship conflict at the end and i kind of felt like i didn't know where that came I, I sort of thought, what is it, Kay? I thought that Kay would, would just tell everybody what she was. It just seemed a little bit like they have that final hurdle to get over. And I'm just like, why didn't she just tell everybody what was happening? It just seemed like the easier way to deal with it. But overall, um, I really liked it. Yeah, you know, why didn't she tell people what was happening? <laughs> <laughs> it just, I don't know. 
know. I was just like, just I'm having an issue, and I'll be back. So, um, yeah. It but other than that, I since I read it, so I don't remember this. Song. Or I remember it very, very vaguely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, otherwise, I thought that it was cute. And there was a good mix between DJ stuff and their relationship. Like, it never leaned on one over the other. And there wasn't so much, like, DJ terminology that I was, like, super, that I was super confused. But it didn't feel yeah. like it was like, oh, my gosh, there's so much about their relationship. I really feel like it was, like, a nice short story. And I was glad to see it on the Viz app. Because I haven't seen that series, like, out in public in years. So I was glad to see yeah, yeah. How old is this? I thought this was 2017. Okay, yeah, about five years, okay. ago. five six years ago now. Then. Um, I have no recollection of this, but X because I have no recollection of anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they did. They planned like a whole rave, which I thought was really interesting too. And like, they don't have several chapters of here is what's happening during the rave. They just have like a one key scene when K or when Emmy helps out K. So that was nice. Um, and I thought like the whole process of you know, them planning the rave and also Kay and Emmy's bugging relationship during this time. Um, but also, she has to, like, pay the rent, but doesn't want to go back to her older other apartment. Um, so it, it splashed in enough things for it to be interesting. Um, but yeah, it's just like that ang dang. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to talk about it. I think I have to talk about it. I'm going to talk about <laughs> it. Um, so, spoilers for the ending, like, uh, Kay goes back to her hometown, or she's missing for several days, and then they end up uh, knowing that like she, she goes back to her hometown because uh, they use the Find My iPhone feature, uh, and it turns out that her, I believe her dad passed away, and it's just like, okay, you can settle your affairs over here, but in a year you're going to come back to Tokyo and we're going to be in a relationship again. It's just like, like ending very unsatisfactory. I'm trying to remember, did they give a reason why they just do long-distance relationships? I mean, it was implied that they were going to do a long-distance relationship, oh, okay. but that like they weren't going to have much, if any, interaction with each other in, in that in-between period, um, because it was the intent that Emmy was going to stay at Kay's apartment, which is actually Kay's family's apartment. I don't know, it was a really weird ending. I didn't like it, like, at all, because it didn't really resolve <laughs> anything. <laughs> but, like, I liked... The 17 chapters leading up to that point, I thought it was really good. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like, I don't want to say that it felt contrived. That's not the word that I, I just don't know what word I would use. It, I guess it just sort of felt unnecessary, like, to put that final hurdle in their relationship. And I think, I think. Kay had like a family business to attend to like they're just they needed an extra hand or something or she just she yeah. said she decided to stay home and finally be their daughter and I'm like well why can't you tell your girlfriend that or the person that you're dating like hey I've got to go home <laughs> like it just I don't know it just seemed like this isn't the adult way to handle this just hey I need to leave you know <laughs> like it just I don't know and they, and they can't find her I mean they're like her friend group is like looking for her like we can't find her she's not answered the phone blah blah and I'm like this just call yeah, your friend missing for days <laughs> And then she does call. She does eventually call them. And she's like, hey, if you all are worried about me, don't be. I'm like, okay. And then she, like, hangs up. And I'm like, this yeah. is the way to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After hours, uh, please get, act like adults, the manga. I don't know. I've done some adults with um, pretty amazing um, avoidance tendencies myself, so. Okay, please act like responsible adults, the manga. <laughs> um and I'm trying to remember, it didn't feel like the series was getting suddenly canceled and it had to wrap up all of a sudden, right? I, I don't remember getting that impression from it. No, I don't think so. I mean, the way it 
the quickness in which it ended, it seems that way, but uh, it really felt like this was the intent to get to this point. I don't know if they wanted to go further after this, um, or they just, like, got bored, I don't know. <laughs> but this is about the, it's 18 chapters, so it's about the time when uh, a jump manga would be cancelled when I started to love it, but... Uh, this ran in uh, Hibana, which I don't know. I'm not familiar with that magazine. Yeah, I'm not either. But now I am thinking about that cosplay metaphor you used earlier. <laughs> this is the creator yep. who thought of another project and then dropped the old one like an unfortunate <laughs> Yeah, And actually, this uh, key sentence in the Wikimedia article says it was uh, serialized in Shogakukan's Hibana magazine uh, and from 2015 to 2017 when the magazine ceased its publication. So that may explain everything. Hmm. Maybe we've been too hard on them. Maybe they never intended to have such an abrupt ending and had to just hurriedly come up with something. Maybe yeah, so. It could be. Or, or maybe not. <laughs> uh, well, you never know. But um, we'll see how Mizuno and Chayama is. I believe it's the same mangaka. And I don't know, but I read one interview on a fashion magazine website that's, uh, that referred to them with he, him pronouns. Uh, so we'll see, I guess. Uh, I think they have another manga coming out, too, soon. It would be news to me, but I haven't been keeping up with it, so... Uh, after Hours, Yuta Nishio walked, launches new manga in January. This was from 2021. Okay, so not soon. Uh, a long time ago. <laughs> long enough for it to have also possibly been cancelled, but probably yeah. not. Yeah, uh, Shimo Kitazawa Backyard Story. Yeah, this is the Mizuno and Chiyama manga, so we, we're talking oh. about that next time, and we're going to find Ooh. out. <laughs> it's as if we planned this, and maybe Corey did. <laughs> um, I dig Inktang's to pitch Mizuno and Chayama because I was like, oh, it's the same manga cut, but then I, like, memory hold that completely when I was talking about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, but anything else on After Hours? I dig like this. I think I want it, uh, especially after reading that it was, like, canceling a magazine. That sucks for, sucks for them. But I dig, like, every chapter leading up to that final one <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I also liked it a lot. And this is putting out another series which has um, some of the same vibes to it. So if people like this, I would also go looking up the series How Do We Relationship, which is also about college-aged lesbians figuring stuff out in a very messy way, as evidenced by the title. So if you like <laughs> people like one, they should definitely check out the other, you know? And I don't know if that one's on the Viz app. Yeah. How, uh, or did you say you read that or no? How Do You Relationship? I've read at least the first three volumes. How similar is it to Kase-san in terms of quality? Well, Kase-san, they're high schoolers, and that one's much more episodic, while this is like a continue, the continuous progression of time. Oh, yeah, also, actually. boys exist in this one. Hmm, boys are gross, though. <laughs> I'd uh, worry if we, if we learn to wash our faces. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, the, the pedestal I will stand on every day. Let's take a short break, and we'll talk about uh, Goodbye My Rose Garden <laughs> after that. <laughs> decided to eschew, 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 damn it, I should not have started a word I didn't know how to pronounce. Um, <laughs> we decided eschew to deviate. 
from our normal uh, routine of doing one completed series and one ongoing series, and we're instead doing two completed series this time. Our second title is Goodbye My Rose Garden by um, Dr. Pepperco, which is... A real name. <laughs> um, it, it's maybe in the top ten, like, mo- strange manga names I've seen. If not, definitely in the top 15. It is a completed three-volume Yuri series um, put out by Seven Seeds. And it is set uh, in the early 20th century. I think it is specifically Victorian era, since I believe they mentioned that Queen Victoria is declining but still alive. Although the fashion is looking much closer to Edwardian. Um, it's, um, I mean, Victorian fashion is kind of broad in a nutshell because that period technically covers like 50 years. Um, but the Edwardian fashion was m- a much slimmer silhouette, which is reflected in the costumes that we see of um, our noble um, co-protagonist, Alice Douglas, who is a noble woman who is uh, secretly a writer and is soon to be engaged, isn't terribly thrilled about it because she's harboring not exactly a dark secret, but um, she previously fell in love for governess and that got the governess dismissed and sent all the way to Japan and she still feels incredibly guilty about it. And our other lead is Hanako Kujo, who is from Japan um, herself and has come to England to meet her favorite writer, um, someone whose works just really gave her light in dark times, just were kind of what we're able to keep her going through some dark periods of her own life. And she's not having any success finding this very elusive writer to start with. And through a couple of meetings, she ends up working at the um, estate that Alice lives at with her family as one of the maids. And so uh, then they become very close as Hanako works a bit as a lady's maid, a bit, a, a bit of a general housemaid. And um, guys, I said it's here. We, we know how this is going to go. There's even hand-holding on the first cover, okay? Like, salute. <laughs> and a wedding dress on the third. <laughs> Spoilers. I don't think if you can see it on Amazon, it counts as a spoiler. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, let's see, I've got a review of the first volume up at the OSG. Not two and three, since I only just got those. But I remember really enjoying in the first volume just how articulate the characters were at times, especially when it came to matters of independence, um, the, the right to, you know, choose your own path in life. And that it didn't feel like a modern writer putting words in people's mouths. They felt like characters who have lived a life that has allowed them to come to these feelings on their own. Not that sometimes what people might consider to be really modern thoughts aren't as modern as you'd think. Um, for one of my projects at work, I, I did a lot of transcriptions of like World War II era letters, and they read identical to today's letters, even though they're like 80 years old. And there's even a mention that one of the side characters in here is a supporter of the suffragettes. Um, which is, you know, the very modern thinking of women should have equal rights to men. Um, How dare they? <laughs> and uh, and in addition to being, um, to just really enjoying the the characters, I also really enjoyed the art in this one. It's, I think it's very cute. There are some very lovingly detailed scenes inside of a library, which I remember specifically because I had to stick together the spread myself for that review. Um, but I was definitely glad to have an excuse to come back to the series and finish it up. How'd you guys feel? Based on the cover, I wasn't respect. And I really, I feel like I say this every time we start a series I like, but I really liked it. Um, <laughs> I am a bit, uh, like a really big fan of that series, the older series, Emma, and it kind of gave mm-hmm. me like similar, I like love, I love that series. And it gave me like similar vibes. And I always kind of, that 
there were more lesbians in that series, so now I have to. Um, so. I mean, if you look at everything that Kyra Mori has drawn since then, it's yeah. like there, there is no heterosexual answer for some of this. Yeah, I've noticed that, but that's a different that's a different topic for another day. But yeah, I, so I uh, I only first volume of this, and I wish that I would have gone ahead and finished up just to know how it ended. But I guess I was surprised, like about. I don't know. I guess I was just surprised by the plot. I don't know what I was expecting. I was surprised that the governor or that that she was she is supposed to get married and there's rumors going around about her that she like likes women and stuff. And I was just su- surprised by the whole first. Oh my God, this is more interesting than I thought. And the art is really cute. I wasn't sure how I thought maybe the art would be a little but there's this really cute scene at the end of the volume where they're like in the rain and they're holding this is so cute it was just adorable so <laughs> I, I really liked it and i wish that i would have finished gone ahead and finished the three volumes that are out yeah it's complete in three volumes so uh again not a super long series yeah love a short series um i only read two volumes of this though i really wanted to read the third one because didn't get around to it in time um but I like the two that I read a lot, and I like, yeah, I agree with everything y'all are saying. I, I like the interplay between these two characters. I like the, like, they're both keeping secrets from each other as well, and that's adding uh, to the tension rather than it just being, like, a Lex romp around the flower garden. Um, <laughs> because the, uh, what is her name? Alice is actually, uh, this is, uh, I think, in the third volume, or in the third chapter, that it's revealed that she is actually... The author, Victor Franks, who Hanako is uh, enamored with. Um, but at the same time, Hanako's teacher was the, the, the maid that was sent to Japan as well. So, goodness. God for this, okay. Apologies for my lack of uh, English knowledge, uh, English historical knowledge of servitude. I don't know. We know, we know who in this chat did not grow up um, watching extreme amounts of Regency dramas on Masterpiece Theater. Yep, not me. I was watching Power Rangers. <laughs> that was not me either. <laughs> In my defense, it was my mom who enjoyed them. Um, I watched a lot of uh, 50s television. I watched a lot of I Love Lucy. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, that tells I, you about very different rom- um, romantic um, entanglements. Yeah. yeah, if you shove enough chocolate in your mouth, then you're, you're good. That's what I learned. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like that tension between the two, where like they're, you, you, the reader, know that they're hiding something from each other. But you also know that they are beginning to love each other. And throughout all of that, you have the um, Oscar Wilde trial going on at at this time in the manga. And it's like, oh, how dare he uh, love a man? And, and the, um, uh, Hanako throughout that is just like, who cares who he loves? You can just love who you want. Uh, and they're like, no, gay, bad. And they slam their hands on the table and they're like, uh, decorum. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you imagine a life that isn't primarily about procreation? What are you, Catholics? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Oscar, Oscar, wait, Oscar Wilde was Irish, so he might have actually been that. Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> we will say. But yeah, I was also definitely thinking, oh yeah, we should recommend this to people who like Emma, or say that people might, since it also has kind of um, romance aclo- across cross bleh, romance across class boundaries. Um, it's also got... Um, I mean, yeah, that, that, that's the major one with, you know, being a maid and a noble person. Mm-hmm. But it's enough that I think I think that it would catch the interest if they enjoyed the romance part of that month. And I think this is relatively historically accurate. In either the second or the third volume, uh, Hanako goes to a bookstore and the author is recommending some stories with, um, I think she calls them romantic female friendships. And yep. I'm definitely interested to see if any of those were real books. 
I suspect they are. I just didn't have a chance to look them up. Yeah. Uh, I really like the the translation in this too because it it gives that extra weight. Like usually, it just uses you know standard English that is easy to understand. But every so often, it throws in like it does not use a contraction for this sentence, or it uh, throws in a, a fancy word. Like I googled what three words mean while reading this, and I usually don't have to Google what any words mean when I'm reading manga. <laughs> uh, so I, I appreciate that about the translation and like. I know we don't usually talk about translations at all on this podcast, which I IMO that is good. If there's a bad translation, we'd probably talk about it. If there is a good translation, we'll just like, we could read it and it was good <laughs> uh, or bad in terms determining the quality of the manga. But uh, I did appreciate the translation for the it's word choice. And you now I have nothing to It's a translation that makes interesting choices. Yep. Looking at you, Oku, the inner chambers with your faux Shakespearean. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> me saying that she was reading scans and this one couldn't have been the official ones they keep using like whomst and stuff like that and there i was like and i was like go to amazon check out the preview pages it might actually be the official one then she was like oh god it is yeah i mean i <laughs> use it because it's dumb but <laughs> well what i remember was that people at the time were like i study shakespeare and this isn't actual shakespearean even this is like what people think shakespearean is so it's like mm. you've just failed on both fronts I do not know if the new anime does that in the translations, but I don't think so. Just haven't had time to watch it yet because, oh my god, there's so much anime all the time. They also dropped it all at once. I don't like Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. I think this is good. I'm looking forward to reading that last volume. Uh, I haven't bought it yet, but I'm gonna... Well, apparently I've already spoiled you on the cover, the fact that there's a wedding dress involved. Well, Damn it, Helen! They I'm talk about weddings <laughs> <laughs> through this whole thing, so... Corey's about to say symbolic or something like that foreshadowing is is there uh or is she engaged or is she like set up to be engaged to this man i also don't know what their ages are it's that it doesn't tell you and it's very ambiguous about it like the only reference is that alice said i thought hanako was 17 at one point yeah yeah i remember that um and i think hanako might be 17 um, I was assuming otherwise that they were, you know, like that generic late teens, early 20s age. Okay. Um, That's what I was assuming as well. Yeah, especially since Alice isn't married yet. And yeah. she doesn't start out the series engaged, but it's very obvious that her family is setting her up with this other nobleman. His name is Edward. Um, Alice's family has kind of um, the um, Bennett family problem where they have all daughters, oops, <laughs> and they can't inherit legally. So uh, they definitely need to make sure at least a couple of them are married off so that they can continue the family line and keep the estate. How dare they have daughters? Which I guess is also the Downton Abbey problem. My family is much more sensible. We just kept passing down the house and the family and the last names just changed sometimes. <laughs> that's the way to do it. But that's why we're American. It was like three different times uh, with completely different last names or three different times with slightly variations of the same spelling or the same last name with different spelling. Oh no, it's three different last names. <laughs> just checking. I mean, I know that happened also in here in America. Oh, yeah. The, it, this was all in the U.S. And people, they just kept having daughters. And I was like, okay, we'll marry somebody. New last name, go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it sounds like we are in general agreement on both of these series and that we liked them. We would recommend them. Sounds like we'd recommend My Rose Garden a bit more strongly than After Hours. But yeah, yeah. two series that are not about like high school girlfriends, which... There's nothing wrong with those, but those are definitely, I feel like, the majority of Yuri series we have out there right now. So it's nice to have some variety. Yeah, it oh. is. Yep. Gay, respectively. Respectfully and shouting. Gay, <laughs> literally. Yes. All right. So um, 
Where can we find both of you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Marin. I'm still there. Maybe Threads will take over, but who knows? You see, no, I think Threads isn't even allowed in most countries because it collects so much data. It violates things like the oh, European data collection laws. That. I hadn't thought about that. Also, if you try to delete your Threads account, you can deactivate it, but you can't fully delete it unless you also delete your attached Instagram. Yeah. Cool. They said they're going to uh, change that, but it sucks that they do not think of that. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they were just hoping nobody would notice for a bit. Yep. It is Zuckerberg, after all. <laughs> the internet always notices. Too busy slumming up with MMA fighters. Uh, Helen, where can we find you on the internet? Fighting <laughs> MMA fighters? Uh, while Twitter burns, I will remain there. I believe the metaphor I saw someone say, it's, it's as if we are on the Titanic, and the passengers have started picking up pieces of the iceberg and throwing them at the captain. Uh, <laughs> there, at Dreamer, and that is also my handle on Blue Sky, and I have revived my old Tumblr. It will be possibly even more shitposty than my Twitter, uh, to be determined. And you can also find the reviews I write over at theLSG.com. Justin has said that if Twitter dies, he is not making any new accounts on Blue Sky or anything else because it is too much of a hassle. So hopefully people <laughs> still remember how to like sign up for RSS feeds and like or oh. sign up to like get them emailed to you because uh, <laughs> we might, might just be calling it quits with social media. <laughs> I mean, I can't yeah. really blame him, especially since TweetDeck is now gonnipsable. Yeah. I'm using wait, old tweet wait, deck. Wait, wait, wait. I know that we're recording, but what do you all mean? Because I still use tweet deck. What is happening? <laughs> I think it got bought by Twitter itself, and people who've tried out the new version are like, it sucks. I've yeah. never used tweet deck really, so I don't know the details. Yeah, it was bought by Twitter a while ago, I think, but now they're like really making it suck. So you can still use old tweet deck, but there's a new tweet deck that's basically the web version of Twitter, but with tweet deck's columns. Yeah. That's why I got logged. I'm like, oh my god, do I remember my password? That I was wondering why I got logged out of like, What in the world is going on? Thanks for the info. Yeah. <laughs> and remember, if you don't pay for Twitter Blue now, now you can't do the two-factor authentication with your phone number. You have to set up like right. one of the apps or stuff like that. Yeah. Right. I don't want Twitter to have my phone number anyway. That's good. Um, I just set it up with one of the many apps I had to get for like work and or school for various two-factor yeah. authentication services. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, where were we? Uh, you can find me on the internet, on the internet at Taikimenko, T-A-I-I-K-U-M-E-N-C-O. Um, I'm on Twitter, Blue Sky, and uh, nothing else, I think. Um, Instagram, I guess, at that angle. Um, I think I also make threads, but they're execs. Don't go there. Uh, <laughs> I, heard, I heard someone else say that, like, I'm signing up for a threads account so I can be part of the class action lawsuit eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can find the podcast on Twitter while it still lives at Mugging Your Ears. And you can find all the episodes over at TaikuPodcast.com. Uh, and that is it for this episode. We have been around for six years and we'll continue doing it for a seventh. Uh, this is our, also our 122nd episode. So Yay. we're soldiering on. It makes me feel so smugly for everyone else whose podcast have not lasted for more years. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know how I got here, but uh, I'm enjoying the ride at least. Uh, <laughs> Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Until later. <laughs>
now that you brought it up, now I'm having to check to see if the Goodbye My Rose Garden mangaka has put out anything else in England. I don't think so. They've done other series, but I don't think any of them have been brought over. They don't even have an ANN article. I'm just looking at Anime Plan at the list of stuff, so it doesn't look like it. No, there's the public or the English staff for the manga on ANN this whole time, and I've been typing it out like a loser. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that for 7C on the product page on their website, they will list all of the staff that work on it? Likes. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate the internet. <laughs> That's what brought us together. Yeah, but... That you hate the internet? <laughs> <laughs> I think it art for Waiting in the Summer manga, which I think is an adaptation of the anime, not the other way around, question mark? Yeah, I think so, since I remember watching Waiting in the Summer, and I believe that was anime original, and it was in, like... Sort of a shared universe of a couple of other things. Uh, it was like weird. a sneaky prequel or something. It, it involved aliens. And the only I reason like, we, yeah. we realized it was probably a prequel is because someone's going around shooting like Super 8 film. I like that anime. Wait, I'm waiting in the summer? Yep. Okay, good. So you probably remember it much better than I do then. I do not remember aliens at all. In the next one, next like, I remember liking that. And I'm pretty I sure the main girl aliens. was an alien, Corey. <laughs> yeah, I always forget it has aliens. Hang on, I'm going to hold up the podcast for a moment while I Google this real fast, just to check. <laughs> yes, the female protagonist is an alien whose ship accidentally crash lands on Earth. She saves him by transferring the medical treatment nanomachines in her cells through kissing her remains of him initially in order to be certain that he's in good condition. Okay, I This was a major that. plot point, Corey. <laughs> I I, we watched a lot of anime over the years. To be fair, this is 2012, but if I said that I liked something, I would try to remember aliens in it. No. No, that seems unrealistic. All right. 